Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Awakening. I am so happy to be here again with you guys. And I'm saying again because I did an episode on Saturday. And if you guys didn't see that episode, it was an episode featuring Witch Bitch Tarot. And I'm so excited about that episode because we basically went over the astrological transits, the major ones of the month of May. And if you're not aware, May is a jam-packed month. So basically the first, we're right, right now in May, astrologically speaking, we're in retrograde in two planets. And then on top of that, there's a full moon this week. So if you're not familiar with astrology, because I myself am still learning, but basically that means that it's going to be right now is a time of reflection. So right now is not a good time to be manifesting. Right now is a time to be reflecting on your healing journey, reflecting on where you're at in your healing journey, Be mindful of what comes up in your reality during this time too, because it's going to show you like, let's say if you, if old trauma comes back up or resurfaces or old reoccurring situation resurfaces and you're like, wait, this happened like this time last year, this is happening again. And you're like questioning it, that's showing you what you need to work on. So be mindful of that, pay attention to that. But in that episode, we basically went into an overview of the whole month. And then on top of that, we also talked about shadow work and how shadow work during this time is literally key because it can help you, you know, on your healing journey. So go check out that episode. It was such a juicy episode and you can finally hear me with guests on my podcast. So that was super exciting. Um, a little milestone on my podcast. So that was really fun. Um, But yeah, so definitely check out that episode, but you guys are getting two episodes. Um, So you got that episode. That was an extra little episode for the week. And then now today is going to be my normal episode. And since we're talking about you know, right now is this perfect time to reflect and heal. And it's not a good time to be manifesting. Once again, um, it's the perfect time to kind of just reflect, heal, look back on your healing journey, look back on what is no longer serving you at the moment. Um, and just kind of just get down to the nitty gritty of like what's going on in your life and where are places in your life that need healing. And you know, like if you've been suppressing about something that's happened to you in the past, or if you've been suppressing and trying to ignore different aspects, and if it comes up again during this time of retrograde and this full moon, you know that that's the universe telling you, like, or the universe, God, spirit, higher source, whatever you believe in, you know that it's telling you like, hey, this is what you need to work on. And this is a wound that needs assistance right now. So I don't know. I love retrograde. I know a lot of people don't really like retrograde, but I personally love it because I love just being able to release and having that assistance during this time telling me like, hey, it's okay to release. It's okay to like take time away and like do this all alone into yourself. So Um, Definitely check out that episode once again and today's episode along since we're already on the subject of healing, we're already on the subject and energy of doing that. I wanted this episode and for this week 
to be all about vulnerability. And I'm very, very excited about this episode because if you on the last episode with which bitch tarot we talked about vulnerability in that episode and we talked about the misconception that a lot of people think like vulnerability is like some people think that vulnerability like isn't a strength and um and I have that misconception I've used to have that misconception that like vulnerability is seen as a weakness and it's not seen as a strength and I feel like I've come to the point where I see it as a strength now and it took me a long point to get here because of multiple reasons but I feel like I really want to get down in this episode how vulnerability is actually sexy and vulnerability is actually so empowering and it makes you so much stronger and it shows that you're strong because it shows that you're in tune with your emotion and you're not suppressing it and yeah so in this episode today we're going to talk about vulnerability we're going to talk about why vulnerability is not seen as a weakness and it is definitely a strength in the misconception of it and we're just gonna get into it so sit back listen whether you're on your way to work whether you're on your way back from work whether you're just driving somewhere whether you're in your bed in your car on your couch listening to this while you're at the beach like wherever you are just sit back, listen, enjoy this episode. This is going to be a very raw and authentic episode because I have a lot to say about this because I have my own personal experience about this. So I'm very excited for this episode. But yeah, let's get into it. So I definitely want to start out with talking about the misconception of vulnerability and I feel like I really want to talk about this because my whole life I feel like I've always seen vulnerability as being weak and I just recently learned in therapy your girl I've been going to therapy and when I tell you therapy bro let me let me go on a little little freaking tangent about therapy real quick bro therapy has changed my life and I feel like I had like this misconception of therapy too that like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought about therapy, but I feel like I just, like it's so different than what I thought it was and it's so much more helpful than I thought it would be. And I just love it so freaking much. And if you're someone who thinks therapy is like, ugh, like, like what do they know? Like I could help myself better than they can. No, like therapy, like they, my therapist puts two and two together. Like I'll tell her about all my trauma. Like I'll trauma dump on that girl and I'll tell her all about my trauma. And then I'll tell her about my issues and what's going on in my current life. And she'll be like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and she'll like write some shit down. And then she'll be like, well, I've come to the conclusion that you're this way because of this and because this happened in your past and because now since that happened in your past, this is why you do this and this, this, and this, and that. And I'm just like, girl, you literally cracked the code. Like you cracked the code to why I'm like this, you know? So like she literally puts everything together and condenses everything in a way where it helps me understand like this stems from this and this stems from that. And like, once she once we identify the problem and where it stems from it's so much more easier to like tackle the issue in itself if that makes sense um but i just love therapy so much and i just i'm sorry i just wanted to go on a little 
tangents there real quick, but I'm um, sorry for getting off track, but I love therapy so much and I highly recommend it to anyone who's like hesitant on trying it out because it's definitely helped me so freaking much. But um, okay, so I wanted to talk about, yeah, going back to vulnerability. So basically recently in therapy, I learned about how I've always seen vulnerability and I've always seen showing your emotions as weakness. And I have this conception or like I have this narrative in my head because of the way my mom was growing up. So my mom was a single mom, very strong woman, and she's always showed us like, or, or, or shall I say, like, she's always been strong and she's always told us, not told us, but like through the way she acts, she would never cry in front of us. She would like cry behind closed doors. We would never see her weak. And if she was weak, she would always put on this persona that she was very strong and within all of this and her doing that, obviously our parents are our role models growing up. So with her doing that, it created this narrative in my head where I was like, fuck, like if I'm vulnerable and if I talk about my emotions. Oh, and also another thing too is talking about your emotions and talking about like if you're feeling sad or what you've been through or like any of that was very taboo in my family and it was very like it was just like not a thing we did like we would just never talk about like if we were sad and we were going through something like if my mom was sad and if she was going through something she'd be like nope like everything's gonna be fine like like you know I'm fine and like like I get it trust me I do get it because I mean I'm that way now like well I'm trying not to be I'm trying to get out of it but I understand that perspective because it's like, yes, you still want to be optimistic. But then at the same time, I feel like there's a difference between being optimistic and like trying to work towards like having like a healthier mindset. There's a difference between that and then just faking it completely and like suppressing your emotions. Like there's a difference between being optimistic and like suppressing your emotions. Like you can still be optimistic and but you can also be honest at the same time. And I feel like those two things couldn't live in the same boat whereas now I see that they can be in the same they can go hand in hand with each other, you know? And I don't know, so her being that way growing up, I feel like it definitely affected me and it definitely made me feel that like vulnerability and I truly believe that until like literally just recently I truly believe that vulnerability was a weakness and I thought that showing your emotions and being vulnerable it would mean that you were weak it would mean that you're not strong it would signify that like and like not only within my mom that's another thing too is that 
not only within like my parent, like in my parental like role model, but like even in society, I feel like even in society, they tell you all the time, like big girls don't cry or like when it comes to men, like, oh, be a man, like, like be a man, don't cry. Men don't cry. And like, I feel like society has this narrative, like everyone overall, like just has like this narrative too, that like weakness shows like or like vulnerability shows weakness and it's just such a fucking misconception and it really is because it's just so untrue and I'm seeing it more and more every single day why that's just not true at all and I feel like I don't know many of us grow up with that idea that vulnerability is a sign of a weakness and we tend to suppress our emotions and I know a lot of people can relate to this because I know I'm not the only one who experiences this but a lot of people suppress their emotions and if they're going through something like think about how many times and we were just talking about me and um Barbara which bitch Tara we were I call her Barbara that's not her name but (laughs) that's what I call her I won't explain why um it'll be another story, but, um, for another day, but, um, me and her were talking about this, like, think about how many times, like, you talk to someone, and you're like, how's your day, like, how are you doing, and they're like, good, good, like, that's what everyone always says, everyone is always like, good, good, but think about how many times you've talked to someone, and they actually tell you how they're doing, and, like, think about how refreshing it would feel if someone actually told you how they were doing, like, I remember I was talking to one of my friends and I was like how are you and she's like actually I'm really not doing good like this 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 happened to me today and like I'm just having a really hard time but like things will get better and I'm grateful like you know whatever like but like like it's just not good like it's not a good time and I remember feeling so like relieved in a way that she was like being so honest relieved is a word I'm trying to look for another word I just felt good that like she wasn't putting on this persona because I feel like so many of us put on this persona that like yeah we're fine we ain't going through it and it's like and something that um Barbara had told me too is that like even though you can you can still tell people be honest but also show gratitude within that same honesty so that you're not being so like negative too you know like you're not only seeing the bad way like if someone asks you how you're doing today and if you're not doing good say it be like i'm not doing good today but i'm grateful that like i'm experiencing what i am because you know it'll help me along the way or i'm grateful that you know the day's still a good day but you know like still show some kind of gratitude so that you can even though you're giving out like, you know, something that may feel negative, you're also putting some gratitude behind it. So that's another little tip from Barbara. But, um, but yeah, like, I feel like it would feel so refreshing if everyone was just fucking honest. Like if everyone would just be like, yeah, today wasn't a good day. I had a fucking badass day today. And not, not the fact that like, oh, I, I wish like everyone would tell how horrible they, their day was, but like just be honest because I feel like we're never honest and like it's just not – I'll go into that later on, but um, I just feel like opening up to others and telling them the truth and being vulnerable and not putting on this facade that like – you're fine. It takes a lot of courage. One, it takes a lot of courage. Two, it takes a lot of self-awareness. And three, it gives you the opportunity 
to see people as they truly are and build that deeper connection. And that's another thing that I want to go into is connection through being vulnerable. And I feel like for the longest time, I felt so disconnected from people. And that's another thing. I feel like a lot of times we feel so disconnected from each other. Like how many times do you always like have you thought to yourself, I feel so alone. Like, I feel like no one's experiencing what I'm experiencing. I feel like, you know, on social media, you see everyone's happy. Everyone's living their best life. But then behind closed doors, you're going through a shit ton of like stuff. And you're like, damn, like, how is everybody happy all the time? Like, you know, like, and you're so confused, but it's, it's because no one's being vulnerable. No one's being honest. No one's showing the real side to, the happiness and the luxury and like every all this facadeness, you know, and no one's being vulnerable. And I feel like when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with others, we create opportunities for connection and community. And like truly like sharing our struggles and sharing our feel feelings and our feel well fuck sharing our I'm like I have so many words and it's coming out jambled but sharing our struggles and sharing our fears can really help like others relate to us and it'll also make you feel less alone because so many times like oh my god I can go all day about this but like I spent so much of my life feeling so alone and feeling like no one could relate to me and feeling like Oh, like I'm so alone in this world. I'm so alone in these feelings. I feel like no one else can relate to me. And I just felt like I was just so alone and feeling so alone sucks. It truly does suck. And like, it just makes you want to like curl up in a ball and cry because you're just like, why the fuck am I the only one going through this? And like, think about the times that like you hear someone like if you're scrolling on TikTok on my For You page, you know how your For You page is like for you. That should be for you for real. But like it's for you. So like think about whenever you scroll on your For You page or even if you don't scroll, if you don't have TikTok, like think about times where someone tells you something that you relate to so much whether it's depression and so any men mental illness or whether it's like just like a normal situation, like it doesn't even have to be bad, but like like just an experience that you relate to also, don't you feel so freaking good? And you're like, yes, I relate to that too. And like you get so excited and you're like, fuck yeah, like, oh my God, like I'm not the only one who experienced this. Like, yeah, like, wow. And you feel so connected to that person or that experience and like you feel like, understood you feel seen and it's just all these amazing feelings and I feel like that's what vulnerability is and that's why vulnerability is so empowering and that's why it's so like it's full of strength and it's not full of of this weakness that we have this perception of the of it to be and I don't know just thinking about it like Thinking about my own personal experience, mind you, I told you like my whole life, I've always been very to myself. I've never told anyone my problems. I've always kept it to myself. If I was feeling sad, I would deal with that shit myself. And like, I wouldn't tell anyone. I would just cry in my room and feel alone all the time. And it wasn't until I started being vulnerable and I started expressing like my experience, what's happened to me, what I've been through. Um, 
my personal experience with just anything in general, not only bad things, but just anything of my personal experience, it wasn't until then that I started building a community of girlies, guys, they, them, everyone, and their moms were like, oh my God, I relate to you. And it wasn't until then that I started building a following on TikTok that I started making this podcast and really like feeling good sharing my story and what I've been through and my personal experience with everything. It wasn't until then that I had the realization that I'm not alone. I'm not alone at all. And all, uh, I'm going to get emotional. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry because fucking there's nothing to be sorry about when you're getting emotional. See, there it goes. There goes the fucking subconscious. You saw it first here. You saw it firsthand. Like there's that subconscious feeling of feeling like you have to be sorry for showing your emotions. But ah, um, I'm grateful that I'm showing you my emotions right now. But um, it's just very it gets me very emotional because I feel like for the longest time I felt so fucking alone, so alone in this world. And I felt so misunderstood. I felt like no one could understand me. I felt so just unrelatable. And it wasn't until I started sharing everything about my life that people were like, oh, my God, girl, me too. And I was like, you too? And they were like, me too. And I was like, oh my God, are we about to kiss right now? Like, like I would get so freaking excited when like me and someone else would relate on something, no matter what it was, whether it was good, bad, neutral, like I would just get so excited. And like, that's the thing. And that, that's what I've learned within my healing journey is that like vulnerability creates this sense of peace it creates the sense of communities it creates this sense of connection and bro like vulnerability is cool like stop letting everyone and their moms stop letting the people who are at war with themselves this is a quote that i said the other day but like stop letting people who are at war with themselves bring you down you know like stop letting people and this is something that my therapist told me too because i told her that like a lot of the times like i feel crazy because I feel like a lot of the times when I overshow on my emotions to someone who is not in tune with their emotions, um, I feel crazy and I feel like I'm overreacting. And she was like, you're not overreacting. She was like, just because someone else isn't in tune with their emotions, like nothing's personal. Like you shouldn't say like, and this is something from the four agreements as well, is that like, you should never take anything personally because what someone is doing is based on like their reality, you know? So like if someone calls you crazy for being emotional, it's just because they're not in tune with their emotions themselves. But you're not crazy for being emotional. You're just in tune with your feelings and you're that bitch. But they're just not in tune with their feelings yet. And that's okay. That's They're on their own journey. But vulnerability is freaking cool. And it's through vulnerability that we can truly see and support each other and we can truly feel connected to one another. And it doesn't have to be this world of seclusion. It doesn't have to be this world of feeling like you're alone, of feeling like no one understands you. And 
I don't know. I, I'm just so beyond grateful for having this perspective now of vulnerability and finally getting to this point after years, years of just thinking that being vulnerable is weak and it makes you weak and it makes showing your emotions. You have to be sorry. I mean, you just heard it me here right now. I'm still, I'm still healing through this myself. Like you may think like, Oh, like you're already healed. Like, no girl, girly, like I'm working through this myself still. And like, you heard me right now. Like, so when I was about to get emotional, I was like, I'm sorry, but it's because like subconsciously, like, this is for so many people too. Like subconsciously you have these beliefs and subconsciously you're so what's, I don't want to say brainwashed, but you're so programmed to believing that vulnerability is a weakness. And like you heard me say sorry when I was about to show my emotions because I'm so freaking used to being sorry for showing my emotions because I like, I would see emotions as being weak and I would see emotions as being like something that like you're not supposed to do and I'm still working through it. I'm not fully there yet, but I am at the mentality now where I'm starting to see that vulnerability vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. And I'm so grateful for being on this perspective now on it because wow, wow, wow. Like for so long of my life, I just saw it as this taboo thing. And based on my parents and based on like my, like, you know, society and like my beliefs, like I just thought this one way. And when I tell you, it feels so freeing to not have to worry about being vulnerable and not have to overthink it as much. My whole life, every time that I would like feel like I'm about to cry in front of someone because we were talking about a deep topic, I would literally suppress those emotions and be like, nope, put that shit back in. Like, nope. Like I would like, like I would like take a second to like regain myself. And I would like literally like push those emotions so far deep. And that there were like, when I tell you the amount of opportunities I could have had in my life to connect with someone but I didn't connect with them in that moment because I was scared of being vulnerable is immense. And like, I think back to it and it makes me sad because there were so many times in my life where I could have truly connected with someone because I was going to be vulnerable. And when, think about this too. This is another thing that I think about. Think about any time that you, think about a time that you were vulnerable and you did share something personal with someone. Think about like how, open they were to then being vulnerable back because they were like oh she's being vulnerable like I'll be vulnerable too or like they're being vulnerable I'll be vulnerable too and it truly like un it's like this this barrier right and it truly like takes that barrier and like breaks through it and like makes you feel as if like the barrier isn't even there, like there's no more blockage, like hell yeah, let's talk about everything and like let's talk about everything that we've been through and like let's connect through it and and it's just so crazy because I don't know, I was just talking with my friend the other day and I was thinking about this whole entire thing and I was telling her about something that I had experienced um, like like, you know, like a hard 
something that I had experienced and like trauma that had happened to me recently and I was talking to her about it and she opened up to me that the same thing happened to her and I remember in that moment like prior to me telling her oh I'm gonna get emotional I remember uh prior to me telling her about it I remember feeling so alone, like that same feeling of feeling so alone and feeling like, fuck, like, like, I feel like so, like, I just want to curl up in a ball and cry. Like, why am I experiencing this? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, uh, like I'm the only person in the world that this is happening to, because you know, when you experience something traumatic, it's like, I don't know, you feel like the world's against you in that moment, you know? And I remember talking to her and opening up to her. Karina, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And I love you so much. Um, but I remember opening to her, opening up to her about what had happened to me and like my personal experience. And I remember her opening up to me about her experience with that same issue. And I remember feeling so relieved feeling so understood, feeling so seen. And I was just like, wait, you went through this too? And I didn't even know she went through this either. And I was like, wait, you went through this too? And she was like, yeah, I went through that shit too. And like, I know exactly what you mean. And I know exactly like the feelings you're talking about. Cause I was like explaining to her how I felt in that moment and like this out of body experience that I felt in that moment and how I just felt like numb and like just all these things that she knew exactly what I was talking about. And I just remember being so happy, so fucking happy in that moment because I was like, someone understands me. Like someone understands what I went through and someone understands the trauma that shit does to you. And someone understands how that shit affects your mind. And like, uh, it just felt so relieving to have someone tell me like, it's okay. Like I've been there and like what you went through is like not okay, but like I understand that feeling and like that's what I like I'm trying to emphasize in this episode that like vulnerability talking to people about what you've been through not keeping that shit suppressed in like Melissa a year ago two years ago three years ago would have never opened up to anybody about like what I've been through my trauma like share an experience that's happened to me And now I feel so comfortable doing it because I know, now I know, now I know that I can build connection and I can build community and I can build this sense of just connection overall with someone that has experienced it. And even if they haven't experienced it, it still builds a connection of trust that like you're talking to someone about something so vulnerable, you know, and Wow, like, ah, I don't know. I just definitely wanted to share that because it was just such an empowering moment for me when I talked about it with her and for her to tell me in that moment that she's experienced something similar and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I just wanted to cry. I did cry, mind you, I did cry. I did cry, like, reading back her message and listening to her voice memo of her because I'm a voice memo girly. 
if you're a voice memo girly, you know I love voice memos, bro. I'll be sending voice memo for days, for days. Like I remember, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic for a little. But I remember my boyfriend even told me one day, like, yeah, sometimes I I never know if I send enough back in the voice memo because you love voice memos, and I'm like, I know, I I can just talk for days. This is why I have a podcast because I can talk for days, bro. I can talk for days. I love talking about anything. Um. But voice memos are like my go-to because it's like, it's kind of like we're on FaceTime. It's like we're on FaceTime, but like we're on FaceTime and like we're talking to each other on the phone or on FaceTime, but like when we can do it, you know, like it's like the voice memos there, listen to it when you can, but like if you can't listen to it right now, it's fine, but it's there. And like, I explained everything that I needed to rather than in a text where in a text, like you can't even like put your like voice or like emphasis on it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, getting back on track though, but like, I don't know. I truly just feel like overall, if you're someone who struggles with being vulnerable, I know how challenging that shit can be. I know, trust me, fucking 21 years, 22 years of my life, I've been like, like suppressing my emotions and I've been suppressing like my experience and I've never been vulnerable. And I am just now getting to the point where like I see vulnerability in such a different light. And I definitely want to share that with everyone because I know that there's some people out there who still have that same mindset that I used to have. And I know that there's some people out there who it is hard for them to be vulnerable. It is hard for them to um, open up to someone and tell someone what they've experienced because there's so many things to be scared of, you know, scared of rejection, scared of like the fear of rejection, the fear of like, what if they don't relate to me? What if they're confused? Like, like, there's just so many thoughts that goes into your head. But the thing is that like, little by little, just start little by little, like start with, start with actually telling people how your day is going. That's the start start with just that start you don't even have to start with okay like I know it's already big to like tell someone everything you've been through in your trauma don't start there because that's a lot you know I know that shit's a lot so start with something small as small as like being honest with how your day is going when someone asks you how's your day today and if it's if it wasn't a good be like hell no that shit was horrible like bro like and you can even make it into a funny way so that it's not so like dark and like, you know, like, like it's seen in this like road light, you know, you can even make it funny. Like, let's say if you experience like some road rage during that day and you like your morning started off to a bad note, be like, be like, nah, my start, my day's been a little rough today. You know, I fucking dealt with some rude ass girl on the fucking road that was like yelling at me and road rage and like, and then I bet you, I promise you, like, I am so sure of it, like 99.9% sure that the person who's listening is going to be like, fuck yeah, like I hate people who are like that. And like, they're just, they'll like, you you can literally see them opening up and being like, damn, like, thank you for being vulnerable. You know what I mean? So start with just that. Start with just starting off with being honest with when people ask you about how your day is going. And like, there are many ways to build your capacity for vulnerability. Like you can do practicing self-compassion. This is a huge thing. Once again, shadow work. I have a whole episode on shadow work. Um, but practicing self-compassion and practicing being vulnerable with yourself. That's how I started 
my vulnerability journey. I feel like I started being vulnerable with myself and I started like when I, I would suppress my emotions a lot. So like when negative, not negative emotions, but when really intense emotions, like, you know, sadness or depression, anxiety, whatever, when that would come up, usually I would suppress it and I would just ignore it and be dismissive about it. But I started listening to myself and being like, okay, let's talk about what we're, why are we feeling this way? Instead of ignoring it and suppressing it and just, oh, it'll go away. No, no more suppressing your emotions. Like no more. Enough is enough. I went 22 years of my life suppressing my emotions and I had gotten to a point where I was like, no, I'm going to start listening to it. And with the help of therapy, obviously, um, but with the help of like shadow work too, you don't even need therapy. Well, no, let me not say that. You do need therapy. If you need therapy, you need therapy. I needed therapy and therapy is helping my life. But like I'm saying like if you can't access therapy in this moment because I couldn't access therapy back then, it's okay. Start with shadow work until you can afford to go to therapy and or until you can have access to this but once again there's multiple resources online that are free that I wasn't even aware of when it comes to that stuff but just wanted to throw that out there but yeah just basically truly listening to my body helped me so freaking much it helped me so freaking much because I feel like for the longest time I would just suppress my emotions and I would just sit in that like I would literally like sit in that sadness like I would just let it sit in me and I would push it so far down and it was so unhealthy and by practicing self-compassion it I promise you it'll help you be start being vulnerable little by little because once again what our inner selves are a reflection of our outer reality so once you start being vulnerable with yourself and once you start understanding and your brain starts understanding that it's okay for you to be vulnerable it's going to come up in your reality and you won't even think twice about being vulnerable to someone because you're already vulnerable to yourself. You know what I mean? So just start with that. Start with practicing self-compassion. Start with being honest when people ask you how your day is going and finding a supportive community. Like literally finding a supportive community is key because this is something that I didn't like for the longest time I've said it before, but growing up, I felt so alone. And it wasn't until I started finding that supportive community and relating to people that I felt like I was able to see that I wasn't alone. And I don't know if, I don't think a lot of people know this, but I used to have a TikTok prior to Saturnian soul, I used to have another TikTok. And in that TikTok, I would post like, basically like just my life, but like in a luxurious way, like I would post about um, my life, like I would post basically thirst traps, if I'm being honest, like thirst traps in my mind, but it was just like, (laughs) it wasn't really thirst traps, but it was just like kind of just videos of me looking cute and me showing like my life in such a happy and basically like social media 101 before, like, you know, um, and it wasn't until one day and I know, bro, I just know that this was the universe literally like working in my favor because one day randomly I remember 
that um my tiktok like i had logged out and i didn't know the password i guess like oh i erased the tiktok app by accident and i remember i couldn't log back in because i didn't know my password and i was trying to like I like even like talked to TikTok and I was like, hey, can you guys help me get my account back? But I didn't know my password because the email wasn't connected correctly. And long story short, I lost that account, that account. And I just know and I remember feeling so fucking sad that I lost that account, even though I barely had like a thousand followers on there. But I was just like, no, like there's so much content on that account. I'm so sad. And I was so I felt so attached to like that version of me. But I know, looking back at it, I know that it was just the universe being like, all right, sis, like, we're done with the thirst traps. Like, we're done with this. Like, we need you to be, like, real. We need you to be authentic. We need you to step into that vulnerable Melissa, that Melissa that shares her what's on her mind and all that stuff. And it wasn't until I created Saturnian Soul. And if you're, if you're like Saturnian soul, like why, why do you, why is your TikTok Saturnian soul? Even though you might not even care, but I'm gonna tell you anyways, cause I don't care. But, um, Saturnian soul, the reason why I named it Saturnian soul is because my Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and I'm a Capricorn, if you didn't know, but Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn is a planet full of like it's it's ruled by karma like there's a lot of karma there's a lot of like um lessons learned it's like a really like um some people would say that it's like a hard like it's a like rough planet some people and then other people would say like it's like a planet that kind of like the same thing with like how people have the misconception that retrograde is like bad um but in reality it could be really good some people see it as good some people see it as bad so some people see saturn as like a planet that's very harsh some people see it as a planet that's very rewarding but overall i feel like i and i also have a lot of saturn placements like capricorn placements and i feel very and aquarius placements too um and i feel very connected to that saturnian energy because i feel like i've been through a lot of a lot of shit in my life like a lot of shit that I would not wish on even my worst enemy I wouldn't wish on anyone in general but I feel like I've been through so much stuff and I feel like it's only made me stronger and I know that's cliche to say but like it's only made me stronger and I feel like I embody a lot of that Saturnian energy and that I feel it in my soul. So Saturnian soul. So that's where my um, TikTok name comes from, just in case you were wondering, even though you probably weren't, but I don't care. Um, but yeah, so so it wasn't until I created Saturnian soul that I started embodying this most authentic version of me, this version of me that like, I'm so knowledgeable about so many different things that I don't even share with people. Um, and like, I have all the, like, I, I'm very, I love talking about anything, bro. If you know me, you know, I'd be talking like my boyfriend tells me sometimes, like, I remember the other day, there was a podcast episode of myself, um, that I had posted and it was like almost like an hour long and he was like damn you were talking for an hour and I was like yeah boy what you mean and he was like damn he was like yo you be talking <laughs> and I'm like I know I be talking right bro I just love talking like bro podcasting is like 
I'm telling you, like my dream, like the dream job for me because I love talking. Like, bro, I could talk for days. I can talk for days. And like, I've always been that therapist friend that helps everyone because like, I just love talking. I love talking and I love listening and I love like, I just love listening to people and then when they tell me stuff, I like talk and talk and talk and then they talk to me and then I talk to them. I just love it. I just love it. It has me in a chokehold. Anyways, but um, it wasn't until I started Saturnian until when I started being very authentic and being vulnerable. Finally, 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 after having this freaking other TikTok that was cute or whatever, but like the TikTok wasn't anything special. Like it was literally just me posting like cute videos of myself and that wasn't giving any sense of community. You know, it wasn't giving any sense of community. It wasn't allowing people to connect with me and or like, you know, feel like called to me. And I feel like that's why a lot of successful well, not all, not all, but I feel like a lot of like, like people who have a community, like, like for example, like I'm just going to use Taylor Swift as an example right now, but like, bro, Taylor Swift, if you know Taylor Swift's community, bro, you know, they be going hard. They be going hard. Taylor Swift fans are like deadly in the sense that like, bro, they will like go hard for Taylor Swift. And why do you think why do you think like think about it for a second why do you think taylor swift has such a hard community it's one thing to have a large following that's another thing too i i'm i'm gonna go on a little tangent for a second but it's it's one thing to have a large community and like a large following no no no, my bad it's it's one thing to have a large following on social media but it's another thing to have a large community on social media and i feel like there's a definitely a difference in I want to have a large community. Like I want the people to follow me, the people to hear me, to feel like they truly do know me and like truly like they can relate to everything I've been through, relate to everything that I'm sharing and they like feel like they know me because I'm like sharing so much about be- myself because I'm being vulnerable and I'm putting myself out there. But there's a difference between having a large following because you have a large community And you know they're going to like stick behind you and stick by your side versus having a large following where it's like it's not really a community. Like there's a difference between the two. Um, And I feel like Taylor Swift fans, bro, she got a large community because what does Taylor Swift do, do? Like through her music, she is vulnerable as fuck and she is literally so vulnerable she talks about what she's been through she's talks like she's just vulnerable in her music and people resonate with that and they relate to it and they literally like eat that shit up like people eat up vulnerability because there's so many people in this world who are not vulnerable there's so many people in this world who put on this facade as if they're like doing okay when they're not okay and like just this overall facade so why do you think taylor swift's community is so like why do you think taylor swift fans are so die hard for her because she is so vulnerable which is why i'm trying to tell you vulnerability is strength and it's not a weakness so you need to and i'm saying this because from experience you need to start 
seeing vulnerability as a strength and I promise you when you just have that mindset shift of seeing vulnerability as a strength instead of seeing it as a weakness I promise you everything's going to happen to you so much easier because there's no friction there's no blockage there's no like everything I promise you everything's gonna work out for you so like during this time of retrograde during this full month this week I just want you guys to be vulnerable allow yourselves to be vulnerable practice vulnerability within this week so freaking hard and like I mean it like do it dude because vulnerability is sexy and I hate that this world has made us feel like emotions and made us feel like big girls don't cry and men don't cry like literally like my boyfriend I love when he's like emotional and I and I've been in a relationship with before where the person was not vulnerable whatsoever and they were very like they were only vulnerable at times but they just didn't like to be vulnerable and my current boyfriend is very vulnerable and I love like it's just so sexy to me like I love and it's sexy to everyone like it truly is because think about how many people like when you see someone who's authentically themselves and they don't give a fuck and they tell you about their their shit they tell you about their lives like you're just like damn like you just don't be giving a fuck like you just be living your life and authentically yourself like you just feel so empowered you know and I just love it and I feel like I've connected with my boyfriend so much because of how vulnerable he is and because of how much he like is just vulnerable and is he's so in touch with like his masculine and his feminine energy and like I feel like that's very rare especially in today's society where everyone suppresses their emotions so I just want to end this episode with saying practice vulnerability start with practicing self-compassion start with telling people how your day is actually going um and seek community seek community there's so many people out there whether you're going through a problem right now where you're like no one's been through this shit like you just feel like you're alone in it i promise you i pinky promise you right now i'm picking promise you imagine my pinky is up right imagine <laughs> that my pinky is up right now and we're holding pinkies because i pinky promise you that there's someone out there right now who is going either they've going they're going through it currently simultaneously just as you are or they've gone through it who has gone through your same experience and you just have to find that community and you just have to find read on it look it up read on someone who's been through who've gone through what you've been through and you'll feel so empowered and to know that you're not alone and I promise you once you start embracing your vulnerability you are going to experience so much more authenticity you're going to gain so many more deeper connections in life and you'll have a more fulfilling life because you won't have to feel like you have to constrict yourself into like oh no I have to I have to look like I'm okay I have to do this I have to no you'll feel so much comfortable being like I'm not having a good day so what like what about it like, you know like you will feel good in being authentically yourself because oh my god when I tell you I've never felt so happy in my life 
with like uh, me about to get emotional again but like Melissa a couple years ago would have never imagined that Melissa right now is on this podcast talking to you guys about being vulnerable because she was the opposite of that she would have never sat here on this podcast being vulnerable being emotional being raw being authentic she would be like bitch hold that shit in like no like you're strong you don't show anyone you're weak and this this and that and that was just i i wasn't living happy i wasn't living a happy life i was living living a very sad life because i was holding in so much and now in my life i am so grateful and happy to say that I have this mindset now where I see vulnerability as a strength and I'm still working through it. Mind you, I'm not all the way there yet and it's still a work in progress, but that's okay. It's, it's small baby steps and it just feels so freeing. And I want you guys to feel this free too. I want you guys to feel like you're allowed to talk about what you've been through. You're allowed to express what you've been through. It's not, you don't have to be sorry for expressing it. You heard me in this podcast earlier. You heard me literally say sorry when I was about to be emotional because I was like, fuck, like I'm going to be emotional. Let me say sorry. Like, no, like, like you, you saw how I'm still working through it. So like through me, I want to show you that it is possible to see vulnerability as a strength. That it is possible to go a whole lifetime. My whole life, I've I haven't been vulnerable, and I'm just now learning this. So, like, you can too, you know. And I don't know, vulnerability is just so beautiful, and I love it so much. And why do you guys think TikTok is so popular? And it's the most popular app out there. Why? Why do you think that? It's more popular than any other app mind you instagram and twitter and all these apps and facebook have been out there for so long and why do you think tiktok blew up so much because on tiktok people are so authentically themselves and like on tiktok you literally see so many people talking about their experience and talking about their life and you just feel so connected with them in the sense of community so wow this was a good episode i'm so happy that i was able to share my experience with you i was i'm happy that i was able to share my perspective on vulnerability and i just want to end it off with saying that i love you so much i love that you are on this journey of even if you are vulnerable or you're not vulnerable or you're trying to get there i just want to let you know we're in the same boat where i'm in there that boat with you and i'm in that boat with trying to be more vulnerable trying to open up and we're in this together we are in this together and it's okay to be vulnerable and i just want to tell you me telling you firsthand because i know that you need to hear it we all need to hear it sometimes is that it's okay to be vulnerable vulnerability is sexy as fuck and it just makes you feel so connected and there are so many benefits to being vulnerable and there are no cons to being vulnerable. And even if you do feel like sometimes you are vulnerable and even if someone tells you you're being so sensitive or you're this or you're that, just know that don't take that shit personally, one. And two, they're just not as vulnerable and putting themself out there like you are. And you're a badass for putting yourself out there because vulnerability is hard. And 
I am so proud of you for being vulnerable. And I am so proud of you for trying to be on this journey of being vulnerable. And I am manifesting and I'm sending you nothing but love and light on your journey. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget, you can find me on TikTok at Saturnian Soul, or you can, my my Instagram on my TikTok, it's linked on there too, but it's Melissa Delacruz, just my name. Um, and then all my episodes, I post them every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, I post a new episode. So be mindful of that. Turn on your notifications so you can be notified when I have a new episode. But I love you guys so freaking much. And I just want to remind you that this is a time right now to be vulnerable. This is a time right now to heal, reflect. Don't do any manifesting right now. Please don't. No manifesting right now. Just all vulnerability, all reflecting, all healing, all letting go. And um, yeah, I love you guys so, so, so much. Please don't forget that after every episode, I do a Q&A. And I, I'm going to keep on saying it at, at the end of every episode because I want to be engaging with you guys. I want you guys to be my besties. Like I literally like we're besties already. Like as you're listening to this, just know that we're besties. Even though you've never met me in person, we're besties. And I want you guys to engage with me and tell me how my podcasts are. Tell me how you resonate with it. Tell me how it's helped you. So don't forget at every pod after every podcast, after you listen to it, at the end there's gonna be a QA that says like how was how'd you like this episode how'd you resonate with it just a little Q&A so be sure to you know um write in that Q&A respond so that we can feel connected and I can have this feeling of connection with you and engagement but that's all I have for you today but I love you guys so freaking much and I'm sending you so much love along this week because I know this is going to be a very very emotional and hard week for all of us um but a very rewarding week at that even though it is going to be a little challenging i promise you by week three of may it's going to be very rewarding and as long as you do your work during this time you will be rewarded so just keep that in mind but i love you guys so freaking much and i will see you next time on unapologetic awakening bye guys